Hey guys. What's good? Me? Fucking everything. That's right. We're in another good mood. Do they bring better podcasts? Probably. No one wants to listen to me being a depressed asshole. So we'll treat, keep trying to keep these positive. Keep trying to bring a ray of sunshine to your day. And yeah. To kick it off, let's go. Barbie movie review. Best movie ever. That's it. Go watch it. No spoilers. Just go fucking watch it. We're a pro Barbie show. Go. Alright? You're ordered to. Now. No, I mean now. Pull out your fucking phone. Find the nearest showing. At the nearest time. Go fucking watch it. Alright? Thank me later. Oppenheimer. Movie review. Go. Fucking long. That's all. That was fucking long. Pretty good. Pretty good. Could have been better. If I'm going to be real. Spoiler alert on that one. If you're not into 1940s, 50s uh, American politics. You might you might find it pretty boring. That's. That's, to be fair, what most of that movie is about. Like, yes, it's about the bomb, like the atomic bomb and the test and the making of that, but honestly, they spent way too much time on the guy's fucking political views, on the fact that he was a communist sympathizer. Like, I get it, that's why, you know, he basically got chucked out of the government 15 years later or whatever, but honestly, who gives a fuck? We know they hated the commies. We know they had to pretend to get along with the commies before they had to hate the commies. But honestly, it was pretty fucking boring. Sitting back three days later, oh, boring. Boring is probably a bit harsh. It was pretty good. I don't know. I almost need to see it again, Oppenheimer. It was a lot. It was very dense. That's probably the best way to describe it. Very dense. Contrast that to Barbie, where it was just light, fluffy nonsense for two hours. Hilarious nonsense. Great nonsense. But you should go fucking see it. But it was just fluff. Hilarious fluff. Yeah, to be fair, it had a message. Barbie had a message. You know, good for the kids. Real good, you know, real good message for the kids. Little bit feminist propagandary in certain parts. But get over it, boys. It's 2023. Like, if we're, if we're sitting here complaining at this point, about movies having like a feminist, trans, this gayest um, lean to it and messages and undertones and outright shove down your throat scenes where they're preaching their message, you just you just should stay the fuck home, honestly. Honestly. And the Barbie movie to be like, we knew this going in, it was for chicks. I'm talking about a movie for chicks and people are bitching about it being a having a fucking couple of scenes that were quite pro-feminist anyway go see it Barbie movie go see it Oppenheimer wait till it's on Netflix so then you can pause it in person maybe you know watch the last hour at 1.5 speed just get through it it moves so slowly that last hour like it's it goes so quick like that's the thing the timing was off Oppenheimer timing the timing of the story was off the most interesting part of the movie, the atomic bomb test, 
you know, the whole day of it lasted about five minutes. And it happened probably about an hour and 50 minutes into the three-hour movie. Like, the timing was off, man. You need that no more than 20 minutes to go after that. Drag it out 15, you know, really get that fucking suspense going. Like, it just happened, like, you know, and there was a lot of drama on that day. Like, they had to delay the test on the night that they were going to do the test all the way to 5.30 in the morning, like, the latest they could possibly do it because they had to do it in darkness so they could see the whole fucking explosion. They had to delay it till 5.30 in the morning because there was a storm in the desert. They were doing it, and Oppenheimer, the lead scientist, was like, no, don't cancel it. I know this storm because I know this desert. And it was just like, he knows fucking everything. And he was right, and it went off. And, like, there was a chance that the whole world was going to end the moment they lit the fucking bomb off. And they just, that all was over in five minutes. And then we had an hour and ten minutes of political hearings and communism chat. Like, the time, like, I don't know, it's a crazy, the story, like, if you don't know the story, it's pretty fucking insane, obviously, it was about the guy that led the program for the fucking biggest weapon ever made in human history, so far, you know, biggest leap forward in weapons manufacturer, the one that ended World War II, like, it's a crazy story, the guy's a fucking, honestly, bit of a ledge, Oppenheimer, bit of a lad, Love the ladies, but on you know, big dose, big dose of the tism, if you know what I mean. Definitely on the spectrum, but still absolutely slaying that nerdy puss. Like, sorry, that was crass, but you know what I mean. Like he just—he's he, an inspiration. But the movie sucked, kinda. To be honest, just a structural mess. Structural mess great story they kind of squandered it barbie fucking movie about a doll really fucking abstract weird fucking story they killed it they killed it they made about as good of a barbie movie as you possibly could because let's face it kind of weird and they fucking crushed it ken was hilarious ryan gosling honestly but (laughs) oppenheimer could have been more could have been better and you know you see it you see it all you got to do uh, that you would have just seen about five minutes ago when you looked up the nearest session times at your local movie theater about that Barbie movie, you would see that, that it's outnumbering Oppenheimer on showings like three to one. Like people are going to that like four times more, three or four times more than they're going to fucking Barbie. I mean, to Oppenheimer. Barbie's crushing it. So Barbenheimer has been dominated by Barbie. That's where we are as a society. And I'm kind of glad. Like who wants, like it was this probably like, Honestly, one of the most fucked up things in human history. Who really wants to relive that? And they they go they go deep into it. They go deep into it. Not that's the thing. Not deep. Like I want them to go deeper into that. How much? How much of a tortured motherfucker that guy was for the decade after that bomb dropped. But instead, they just went on about how he was shafted by some politician who took his slight to him because he turned down a job he offered him or some fucking bullshit like that. So yeah. Yeah, that's Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer, Barbenheimer. Uh, we're getting back on the stand-up train heavy this week, so if you're in Christchurch, if you're around, if you're in town, i got a couple of gigs Thursday, Friday night this week. Thursday night we're going to be 7pm at the Spriggan Fern here in Miraval. Good lineup, good lineup of shows. And then uh, at 9pm on Friday night at Good Times Comedy Club, opening up, opening up the 9pm show. 
going to be good. It's going to be great. Headlined by Snap, I think it is. Yeah, Snap. Yeah, one graphs in the MZ. It's going to be a good show. So if you're around, Thursday, Friday, both shows $10. Come down. Watch me do some funny. It's got some good shit going. Really tightening up that writing. Tightening up the writing. If you don't know, I haven't talked about it. Went on a course last month. Comedy course. Uh, you know, spent way too much fucking money. And learned how to actually properly write jokes. So, <laughs> guess what? Your boy's got jokes. I've been doing stand-up now for pretty much right on six months. Actually... Holy shit, boys, it's the 25th of July, I started on the 25th of January, we are five months, six months, you dumb fuck, six months into the stand-up career, what a perfect time to dive deep into it, so stand-up, six months, you're here, alright, if you want to, if you want to, if you're a new listener to the pod, go back and I think it's episode like 32, episode 32 maybe, go back and see, it's called Open Mic. Go back and listen. That was that was the day after, like two days after. I did my first open mic. Still absolutely fucking buzzing 48 hours later. And this is where we are, honestly. Best decision I've ever made. And that's basically why I started doing the podcast. The podcast was the preliminary start to the stand-up career. And the stand-up career has been fucking... I can't complain. Can't complain, honestly. And one or two little hiccups here on the way. Some people not so happy about certain jokes that I was telling. And I can understand. They were wrong. But I can understand. And then, uh, you know, certain competitions. Because they do comedy competitions for people that are brand new in certain places. Which are kind of weird. But, eh. Work, you know, kind of funny. But, I don't know. Kind of weird occurrences. Things happening there. But, uh. Other than that, can't complain. Can't complain at all. Getting good laughs, good responses, good feedback. And yeah. Yeah, onwards and upwards, six months. Here we go. Big shows. Getting up on stage tomorrow night too, doing three nights in a row. First time I've done that, I think. Done three nights in a week. Four nights in a week, I think. Three nights in a row. Three nights in a row. It's going to be interesting. Going to be tired. Going to be exhausted. See how we're going. In that third show, I think what I'll do is get a little, get a little tipsy, maybe for that third show, and just get get a bit, get a bit, get a bit weird, get a little bit weird. Not too weird. We're opening. We can't get too weird. We gotta can't lose the crowd, but just get loose, get limber, get amongst, get it out there. Really, just you know. Sorry, little pause, little. Little edit cut there. We're back. Um, I don't know. I got a notification on my phone. Had to answer it straight back. You know, business. We're talking business. Big business. Real business. Not fake business. Real business. Speaking of fake business, Tim Dillon. Tim Dillon's coming to town. Coming to town. Bought tickets today. Going to go see my God, my Messiah, my shining star, my north guiding light, northern star. I don't know. I messed that up. Basically, the man that I want to suck off, which could be possible. Suck off. No, I mean rip off. Basically, I'm trying to do him. I'm trying to be him. I'm just trying to be him. That's all we're doing. This is all that we're doing. I'm just imitating Tim Dillon. I'm doing my best impression, putting it under under my name, and just getting nowhere with it. But uh, Tim Dillon's coming to Christchurch Town Hall. Same place I saw Tom Segura. 
about five months ago. So that's going to be fun. Fuck, it's cool, man. Christchurch is getting big-time comedians coming here and doing shows. That's fucking legit cool. Like, Tom Segura, Tim, Tim Dillon, that's like two of my top five. Dave Chappelle, three of my top five comedians to, to ever want to see live in my life at the moment. And it's all happening within six months. In my, you know, I don't have to go anywhere. They're just coming to me. They're coming to my city. In the town hall, which is a great fucking venue, to be honest. Great venue. If you haven't got, like, it's going to be a hell of a fucking show to see Tim Dillon here in Christchurch. So October 20th, Friday, 8 p.m., get there. It's going to be fucking great. But, uh, yeah, stand up. Stand up in Christchurch. Honestly, it's a buzz, buzzling, busting, bustling, brustling, bizzling. Um, it's, it's going good. It's strong. It's stronger than you'd think. Honestly, if you're out, if you're in Christchurch, there's a lot of fucking funny fucking local comedians, man. Like legit. I'm not just saying that cause I'm one of them, but it's fucking funny. So many really fucking funny comedians here and it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like just get down to good times and go see them. That's enough. That's enough of the promotional activities. What's been happening? What's been happening in the news? Yunfei Bao, Chinese woman gone missing, kidnapped from Christchurch here this week. Sad story. Horrible story. Uh, don't really, don't really know what to comment on it, but yeah, it's kind of crazy. Let's, I'm going to go on my, I'm going to pull up an article here for you. We're going to, we're going to do some research. This is a crazy story. So if we go into Chris Lynch, the Lord and Jesus Christ of our city. He has been posting about it. And he has been talking about it. About how this Chinese woman, this real estate agent, was picked up off the streets of Christchurch, kidnapped, still no idea where she is. Now, this is from Chris Lynch yesterday. Detective Inspector leading the investigation into a missing Christchurch real estate agent. So they, were, they aren't ruling out further charges against the man charged with kidnapping. Yunfei Bao has been missing since last Wednesday. So that's six days for you playing at home. The 50, a 52-year-old man appeared in Christchurch District Court today charged with unlawfully taking away Bao without her consent. With intent to cause her to be confined. Kidnapping, basically. He was granted interim name suppression and remained in custody to reappear next month. Following his court appearance, Detective Inspector Nicola Reeves, a lady, told Chris Lynch Media that the police were still treating the investigation as a missing persons case and they were still looking for Bauer. We've got an open mind in terms of where this investigation is going. We are not ruling out further charges in relation to the man charged with kidnapping. In saying that, we're also not ruling out that we are looking for other people. We're worried and very concerned about the safety of her well-being. Given that we have now charged somebody with kidnapping, we know that she is a victim of a criminal offence. That does increase our concerns about her well-being. Until we have a definitive answer, I'm not going to speculate on whether she is alive or not. We're very much hoping to return her home safe and well. Reeves said the Silver Mitsubishi Sedan registers 
registered as DPH 101, was recovered at Christchurch Airport. Police apprehended the 52-year-old man attempting to flee the country. We were looking for sightings of that vehicle, particularly on Wednesday, 19th of July. We've got a number of suburbs that we believe the vehicle has been in or been travelling through, and we're seeking help from the public for sightings of that vehicle. Reset on the back of the vehicle on the boot is a diamond-shaped yellow sticker with a black kiwi bird inside. Anyway, this is boring. Um, public response has been phenomenal. They've got a very dedicated team, and they're going to find her. I think, uh, I think, I think she's dead. I think she's dead. They've got the guy that kidnapped her. Um, so they know he took her, and now he doesn't have her. I think she's dead. I think she's dead. I don't know why. Apparently, the guy's linked to a real estate deal she was doing. I think she got involved with the Chinese triads, and she, uh, I don't know, shut down a deal, got cold feet, was going to snitch, and they took her out. They took her out. Or she already had snitched. That might be why they caught the guy pretty quick, because... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. T's and P's. Hopefully they find her safe and sound. Hopefully I'm wrong. But that's what's been happening here locally in the Christchurch News. Chris Lynch, though. He's reading that on his website. He's a local icon. If you don't know him, Chris Lynch used to be a News Talk ZV host. Now he just... He's independent. Independent at Chris Lynch. Posting news updates all the time in Christchurch City. Uh, honestly... I had a plan a couple of weeks ago. I talked about it on stage and I um, decided to, you know, try and up the profile, see if I could get some attention by posting some funny comments on some of the stories. Seeing, hopefully, one day, maybe, he'll potentially get me on the show and help boost my profile. Uh... But alas, I went on his, onto his thing, and most of the things he's fucking posting are just car crashes. Literal car crashes. Like, you can't be funny on the comment page of a fucking car crash. It's like, family of four, dead in high-speed crash just outside of Christchurch. And it's like, ha ha ha, you know what that family four is? They know more. And then expect to fucking get on the dude's show. So... I had one good, I had one good joke, one good, one good comment, basically about a group of youths that stole a car and drove all the way down to Ashburton and got arrested just outside Ashburton and then brought back, like they went on an old ram raid spree around the city, and they came back, they got arrested in Ashburton, and I basically just jumped on the comments, first comment, and said, a fitting punishment will be to leave those kids in Ashburton. Because it's a shithole. I didn't say the because part. Just that first part, you know. Keep it tight. But, uh, yeah, so that got some good likes. I actually got quite a few likes on that. But that's just one comment. And it was one funny story. And about three or four weeks of just depressing, depressing stuff. So, I don't know how that's going to work out. I do think, like, it's a good it's a good play, potentially, to get on his po- um, onto his show. This podcast, I, 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 it's kind of a podcast. It's only on Facebook, so it's only really broadcasted to boomers, but local boomers. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But uh, no, we're just, we're just, we're just gonna, we're gonna grind, grind in the stand up, keep working. 
one day soon, hopefully not too soon, hopefully not too long, uh, we will be up there with the biggest comedians here in Christchurch, because you know we've got the ability. We're not short of the belief. I'm the Kanye West of the Christchurch comedy scene. I'm not short of confidence. We're going to do it. We're going to be the best comedian in the fucking city. And like, I don't know. Let's not put a time frame on it. Let's not do that. But uh, yeah, what else has been happening? What else has been happening? Pretty boring week. It's been weird as fuck. Rain's weird. The amount of rain. Global warming. It's happening. Undeniable, obviously. If you don't believe in global warming, you are an absolute idiot. I told you guys, they're listening. They're listening. We gotta be. We gotta. We're gonna toe the line a little bit more here now. But yeah, global warming definitely happening. Hundred percent happening. And it's wet, and it's really wet, and that's because the global warms, and it makes more rain when there's like certain times, and the atmospheric pressure, and the sea levels, and the cloud and the atmosphere, extreme weather events, more often, and that's what happens. Okay. That's science. you got to believe the science. Science needs your belief. Belief in it. Because you don't understand the science. You have to believe. That's why you have to believe in the science. Because you're not smart enough to understand it. Because you're a fucking idiot. So believe in the science. And uh, yeah, so it's been raining. Been getting real wet. Tell you what's been really fucking annoying. So the place next to our house... It's been a construction zone for a little while now, and because it's been raining so much, it turned into an absolute bog. Like, they knocked down the old house there, absolute bog, you know, had to dig out the mud after they got stuck in it, and it was a whole thing. Well, today, they've got the section, it's basically been an empty section, it's been, they're getting it ready to build on, and what they've been doing is they've been driving fucking piles, like big-ass, massive logs into the ground like i'm talking like 10 meter long fucking logs are driving them maybe not 10 meters like five meter long fucking big ass logs and they're driving them deep into the ground and it's just this big ass orange digger that's just going thud 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 like all fucking day long and once they get like deep once he really starts smacking it, it's just shaking the whole house and it's all day it's all day and it makes me want to go on a murderous rampage and come out here to this park across the road from my house where young children are playing football and soccer on a regular occasion and just go on a murderous fucking rampage. But I won't, but it's making me feel that way. So that's um, that's fun, but life's great. Life's good. Life's great. Life's good. Life's great. Oh yeah, well that's what else happened this week. There was another shooting in the country. T's and P's to those killed. Except that one guy. I mean, actually, turns out, killed himself. But anyway, there was a shooting, if you don't know, here in Auckland. Not here in Auckland, here in New Zealand, in Auckland. Some dude, 24-year-old dude, don't remember his name. I'm not going to look up the article on this one because I've been glued to the television on this fucking story. Uh, Dude went shooting on a construction site in the Auckland CBD. Last week, end of last week. Crazy. Crazy. Took out two people. Shut down the place for like 45 minutes. And uh, ended up taking his own life. Injuring a bunch of people. And yeah, basically just getting two kills. He got two for one. 
Really, honestly. Like, yeah, horrible, traumatic, bad story, but that guy's fucking pathetic. Two? Two. Only two. In a confined space of which you are very familiar, which is crawling with people, you only killed two. And let's be real, they're construction workers. They're not small targets. Well, that's, eh, you know, depends if they're immigrants. But anyway, they're not generally, if they're not from another country, if they're born and raised in New Zealand of any nationality, descent or ethnicity, otherwise they tend not to be small humans. So how are you only getting to? How? Like, he knew he wasn't getting out. He knew if he somehow got caught and didn't die that he wasn't going to be getting out of prison for a very, 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 very long time. Likely ever. I think they gave old Brenton Tarrant a full life sentence without the possibility of parole, the only time they've ever done that in New Zealand. So they've set precedent. If he didn't die, he was probably going to get the same. So he knows. He knows. Death or life in prison. You're going down swinging. You've already made the decision. You only get two. In an Auckland CBD construction site. Pathetic. Pathetic. And now that's 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 not like I'm not trying to glorify the ones that get the high numbers because obviously that's worse. Like you know we're gonna be thankful it was only two. We got a thankful that this guy was a fucking piece of shit, couldn't aim a gun, and was absolutely fucking useless, and only got two. Alright? And that's not a thing to be glorified. We're not I'm not saying that the other guy here in Christchurch, whose name I've already said, who I'm not gonna say again because it's probably gonna result in this fucking podcast being pulled down. I'm not painting him in a positive light. He's a horrible human piece of trash. Where he's from though, originally no, we can't even discuss that, alright, because I'm not, alright, all I'm saying is this Auckland guy was a piece of shit, loser, incel, couldn't even kill more than two fucking people on a fucking construction site, honestly, what a piece of fucking trash, how many would I get, 79, anyway, and I'll get 70 virgins afterwards, but anyway, What else is happening? FIFA Women's World Cup. We are huge supporters of the FIFA Women's World Cup here. This is this is your this is your home for wall to wall action of the twenty twenty three FIFA Women's World Cup. I'm being serious, guys. I've watched all the games. I'm following all the scores. New Zealand women's team, unlucky to go down 1-0 to the Philippines tonight of course they would follow up the biggest win ever that they've ever had in the first game against Norway former champions too Norway they beat them 1-0 they would follow that by losing to the fucking Philippines 1-0 in the second game and basically still meaning they have to kind of win against Switzerland to give them a chance to get through to the next round. Actually, let's see, because Switzerland were playing Norway. 
in the game straight afterwards. I haven't seen the result in that. So Switzerland have won. They might get lucky if they can just pull off a draw. But it's a draw. So where's the group standing? I think it's going to be... New Zealand and the Philippines on three points. Equal. Norway on one, Switzerland on four. So basically, if Norway beat the Philippines, which they should, and New Zealand lose to Switzerland, which they could, and probably would, they're still going to miss out on the group. Yeah, getting out of the group. So, come on, ladies. Pick it up. But uh, in the next group, Group B, we've got Aussie dominating. They're going to win that group, I think. Oh, they got Canada. That'll be a good game. But they drew to Nigeria. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, clearly, connoisseur of women's football. Uh, the US are good. I know that. Sweden are good. Germany are good. They all won their games quite comfortably. Um, basically, it's women's football. So, I don't know anything about football or women's sport. So, you know, not against it. Not against it. You know, ladies, do you. As long as they're actually ladies. Ah, come on, we're not. We're not. We're not. We're not having that debate. All right. They're all biological females in this FIFA Women's World Cup, I think. Should I research that? <laughs> Let's do it. We're scraping the barrel tonight. Sorry, guys. Not my best episode tonight. Getting a bit all over the place. I'm pretty fucking high, pretty fucking tired. But we're getting back into it. Let's go. FIFA Women's World Cup trans. Let's Google that. Um, no, it's it's just automatically gone transport. Um, trans athletes. Are there any of them? Oh, okay. There is. Alright, so there is a Canadian woman. Canada's Quinn. Does she go by her first name? Wow. <laughs> She's the first out trans non-binary athlete to... Okay. Alright. Her name's Quinn. And she's non-binary. Is that it? She goes by one name. What is this person? 27 years old. Formerly Rebecca Quinn. So now she goes by her last name. They go by their last name. What the hell? Who is this person? Honestly, Google it. Quinn. Football player. Plays for Olympic Lyon. Women's team. In Canada. Personal life, Wikipedia. In 2020, Quinn came out as a non-binary and gen transgender. Changed their name by adopting their prior surname as a mononym. They were permitted to continue playing professional women's soccer on the basis of their sex assigned at birth rather than gender identity. Okay. All right. You do you. 
That's a bit odd. Why the one name? Why can't you just go for like an actual first name, last name? Like, I'm, I'm cool with the non-binary. Don't fully understand it, but you know, you do you. But honestly, Quinn. Well, imagine that. Imagine that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to come out as non-binary and I'm going to be just Lily. It's just Lily. That's who Lily is. Lily is my non-binary alter ego. You've, you've got me, guys. That's what it's been the whole time. Every time I fucking get sheepish about the boys calling me Lily, or so-and-so calling me Lily, and you guys should just call me Lily, it's because Lily is my non-binary alter ego. Alright? You cracked it. You figured it out. And on that note, on this trash, terrible, fucking worst fucking podcast I think I've ever recorded in my life, have a good night. I'll see you next week. Mwah.